when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. Almost over 50 years ago. Oh no, we're gonna have to read. A, we're gonna have to read like 20. We're gonna have an episode that's just an hour long of us reading from that book to celebrate its 50th anniversary. Because I think the copyright is 1973. I thought it was 74. There's so many. This one's 19. This one's 1937, 1921, uh, 1970. Fuck! It is 50. We missed the anniversary. It's 1972, so it is 50 years old. Well, it is still 2022, so it's still the 50. We don't know. The One month. of the episodes this year is going to have to be an hour long. Oh God, it's such a bad book. It's, it's a like good if book. the Bible was referenced as the bad book. It's like if the Bible sucked. So you're saying this is the antithesis of the Bible? The Bible is the good book. It's like this if is the, the bad book. It's like if there was a as popular version of the Bible, which I would hope the American Treasury of Humor is. But I think it is. Instead yeah. of it being good, it's Everyone terrible. owns a copy. It's not like there's deep psychological meaning. Maybe there is. Maybe it's like the Bible where there's biblical stories that you're like, whoa, this is what they meant, actually. Every single one of those is a, a story to better your life. You just have to <sighs> think about it and figure it out. Talk about fringe benefits. I, <laughs> If that benefits my life, I, I'd rather have it not. I think that's my, my that's my take on the book. I would rather have gain nothing from reading it. Than have it mean of, something? Instead of actually put the effort in to delve into whatever the fuck's written in it. It's so bad. Well, you don't have to because you know there's people out there that'll delve into it for you. and We just need to put it on Fiverr. God knows that website's good. I brought this podcast <laughs> brought to you by Fiverr, by the way. That's, so you you want to sell this book on Fiverr? I want somebody to read it to me. I want to pay you an, want an, I want to pay an escort version. service. I want to pay an escort that I don't fuck, but I have an escort read me a bedtime story every night. Why does it have to be book. an escort? I don't know. What other service? I'm not like an old person, right? Because you can get the... the... I was going to... Oh, I'm gonna keep <laughs> I'm gonna keep scraping the table this episode. <laughs> That's my favorite. The I problem, love editing around that. The problem is, is it's fucking dirty, and I don't. This is this isn't isn't filmed in my house, to where this thing would be polished. This you come to your I house and there's grime on it. That is true. It is from my house. Yeah, but you don't have to desecrate it as much as you do every week. I don't touch it. Where does the layer of filth come from? It's just nat- that's that's the honest answer. It's just dust. Yeah, du- I don't. Where does dust come from? What the fuck is that? I guess dust would be part of dust is like dead skin cells and hair cells and stuff like that. Okay, so, so all you have to do is just sleep somewhere other than this, and then nothing can. I die. like sleeping on the table. That explains it. There we go. There's the the Scooby Doo solution. I move everything off the table. I curl up, and then I just sleep on it. Nude. I don't... Ew. I, <laughs> I don't think you could fit... You'd have to get, like, a, a legal midget to be able to... Is the M word allowed? No. Okay. I bet it is. You said it now, so But I meant it in, like, a, the only people that could do this feat would be, um, you know, small people. You meant it in a way of describing someone's size, not being derogatory yeah. towards them. I didn't say migger. <laughs> that, that's, that's the real M word that only they can say, but tall people can't. <laughs> Are you even allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah, I think so. As long as I really, really hold that M sound in the beginning. M and N sound the exact that's same. That's the problem. <laughs> so maybe you're we're going to have to do a little editing around it. You're that. walking a very fine line. If you can imagine, if you're curious as to what I said, just imagine the N word, but then start it with the letter M and you'll get there.
And that's not at all what he said. He said something else that was completely unrelated to race because he would never say anything like that. No, I don't see race. I actually don't see. I'm blind. I'm deaf in the eyes. You're legally blonde. Oh, fuck. When was that movie released? 2005? I think that's the worst period of cinema. After the 90s ended, everything went to shit. When Taco Bell stopped having, like, colors and stuff, and they're like, time for a corporate hell. Let's start it now. Now that the 90s are over. Now that the towers are in the ground. Let's make everything as bad as possible. Taco and Bell that, changing is what ushered in just... I think that's... Demise for the rest of the world. Yeah, the the taking out of McDonald's ball pits. Stuff like that. <laughs> where you remove childhood innocence. Of Like, I, I would also... I think my parents should be beaten for the fact that they let me play at a McDonald's ball pit. But whatever. Maybe that's why they were taken out, because some of the kids that were playing in them grew up, and they're like, we don't want this. Yeah, wait a minute. Why was I in that as a as a child? I'm not as bad as my parents, so I don't want my child in this. Yeah. But that shows how much trust there was in the 90s. Like, if you think demographically, the U.S. has been the same. A lot, oh, like, the, the internet, no shit, pod, podcast stance of the internet has ruined pretty much everything. Yeah. And the ball pits being one of them. Is there any place that has a ball pit now? I'm sure there is. Maybe not like, like big a, chain restaurants. No, like a like a kid zone, like a funatorium or some yes, bullshit. Somewhere kid that word. exists strictly for kids to play. Yeah, definitely have ball pits. I bet they're way better than the McDonald's ones. I bet they're fucking huge. I want to get an Olympic swimming pool and fill it with whatever those balls are. Problem is the plastic leaches into your skin and stuff, so you'd have to make them out of like silicone. Which I think we can do. Once we get the once the pod takes off, like the hot air balloons that we will inevitably have. That has to be the first purchase. Screw your silicone balls. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking hate that. Hey, I have enough money to move. Nope. Gotta buy 85 <laughs> of these. Great. Yay. Hey, I can buy a decent house. Mm, or a or, hot air balloon. Or yeah, or a terrific, terrific fun thing, mode of transportation that you'll use like twice a year. And you'll love it. And the first what happens if it pops? Are you just is the thing fucked, or is like where does where do you think most of the why do we fucking talk about these so much? But you're the one that brought it up. Am I bad? But where do you think most of the expense comes from in the forty or forty five thousand dollars of purchasing a hot air balloon? Well, it's definitely not the wicker basket. No. Okay, we can rule that out. It's the giant expanding balloon. There's no way. You Fuck, don't... maybe. Maybe the material in that is so special. Because it's very thick, so it doesn't pop. Yeah, I was going to say, if you pop that, maybe that's a majority of the cost. To where, like, oh, great, I have to put another down payment of a house into repairing this fucking thing. Well, what I you're... guess there's tape. I think what you're thinking of, just in general, at least what I'm thinking of, when you say pop it, there's a giant hole in the balloon, and the balloon starts flying everywhere. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like that. But in reality, if you pop a hot air balloon, it's going to be a really tiny hole in comparison to the actual It'll size of the balloon. It'll probably still work. Yeah. most of the balloons... Maybe it won't go up, but you'll get down safely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because sandbags are cheap as shit. I imagine the thing, the, whatever the thing that burns propane, is probably pretty fancy, but it's, it's still just like a stove top, essentially. Just yeah, thousand dollars tops. Yeah. So it probably is the balloon. And that's the that's the non custom one. If we get a custom one, that's got to be more expensive. Probably forty six thousand. Ooh, probably way more. Forty eight thousand. I don't know. Actually, I think every hot air balloon you see is a custom one. You know what I mean? You never see the same. It's not like there's bland single color ones. They're always some stupid, fucking hippie esque. Oh, look at this! 
But pattern. that's probably just the standard balloon. Yeah. The question really okay. becomes, do they just have these balloons lying around or do, do they, they have to make, make it when think, you order one? I think that's probably it. Because if, if they have to make it when you order one, it would be a lot cheaper to do a custom one. We went by RV World this week. It's full. And I don't get how those of people or it's RVs? full of RVs. There's got to be at least, no shit, 400, 450. There's no, I don't get how they can buy that. And then they have to sell like six a year. How many RVs are being bought? I, I guess people Well, that's are, the same if you go to like a car dealership. They have yeah, but hundreds of really have expensive the, cars. Really, yeah, but really expensive compared to like a $450,000 RV and then a new car. You know what I mean? That's almost 10 times more than the new car is. And that's like a souped up new car. That's fair. And I imagine you can get really expensive RVs where they're souped up as well to where they're like six hundred, seven hundred thousand. What does a souped up RV look like? <sighs> it has like two showers. Whoa. There's I don't know. It's the it's the one from the goofy movie where there's the bowling lane that extends out. <laughs> you think that's an actual thing? Yeah, I bet. I've been in the houses of the people that live around here. They have way too much money. Why the fuck not? Let's make this RV have as much stupid shit in it as possible. That's fair. Bowling alley? pool table pool table so it's not even it's just amenities that you're adding to it i want an rv but i want it not Not stabilized (laughs) to where playing pool would fucking suck everything's going everywhere god damn it i want it constantly gyrating back and forth as i'm trying to play pool yeah like a tilt table test or something like the fucking up and down every direction but then you could if you suck at pool you could be like hey you want to play a game of pool and like sure and like no not here in my rv while my brother's driving 90 (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, why that? I, I just, I play better. Then, and you both just, it's like a draw because you can't play. That's like how every... That's how I hustle pool, actually. <laughs> I don't make any money, but no, I never lose. <laughs> every cruise ship ever has a ping pong table on the top you, deck. You know, I have no idea how it works. Yeah, and you're like, you're playing it, and for the most part, it's fine. But then one wave hits it, and you're just all over the place. See, like, I never had that happen. Everything was stable as hell on the, whatever, however long ago, 12 years, 13 years ago that cruise was. I mean, they are really big. Yeah, that is the problem. I still fundamentally don't understand why boats work. <laughs> and that seems to be a problem. I can under, it's like the, uh, when I told you that I think it's really cool that you can put out a candle by putting the cover back on. And then our friend's cousin is like, well, it happens because there's no oxygen. And it's like, I... I fucking understand that's why it happens. <laughs> I just really enjoy it. It's not like I don't understand it, you fucking dumbass. How about don't try to explain things to me? Fuck. Everything you know, I know better than you. Yeah, everything you know, I know better. Yeah. That, that song. I, yeah. Exactly. And I, oh, whatever the fuck we were talking about before that point, that also is similar to it. <laughs> I love this. We're such a, we're such good podcast hosts that's right because we can keep up with ourselves and that's all that matters yeah screw everyone else yeah maybe we'll revisit this topic when i read when i listen to this back in like four episodes from now i'll bring it up and make the point (laughs) yeah okay so like the thing is figured it out i remembered i pulled it back thank you you're welcome folks at home the candle thing we can always count on you whoa the it's so cool and it go it's not like blowing it out sucks it goes out in a completely different way where like the light stays and then it you know, slowly zaps away because all yeah. the oxygen and shit. I don't get why boats float. <laughs> it's, it's because... <laughs> I, I can understand buoyancy <laughs> and stuff. But if, if you tell me that I, like, out of steel, if you're like, this thing weighs however many thousands of tons, and we throw it in the Lake Superior, and it works? Yeah, bullshit. 
No, it also has to do with, on top of buoyancy, it has to do with surface area, I believe. The amount that's actually touching the water makes it impossible for but it to sink. But it's still very heavy, and that's my problem. You can It's the Monty Hall problem, where you're like, I don't get how you don't get this yet. I have that problem with boats. Okay. I get why wooden boats can float. That Do one's an- pretty easy. <laughs> I got a, got a pretty good we understanding. Got a basic understanding. I have caveman level knowledge of yeah. boats. Wooden boats, I'm okay with. You go to tree any boat other, float. Yeah, you go to any other version. I guess styrofoam boats, I would be okay with. You could There's stand a in a There's styrofoam also, boat if it's big enough. <laughs> if you get a thick enough piece of styrofoam, like forty feet worth of styrofoam, it'd be pretty. It's very bad. Boat. It'd still be very heavy though. It's a heavy boat. Then styrofoam is not heavy. But if you had forty feet, 40 of styro- feet no, thick you'd be of fine. styrofoam, you'd be fine. That's enough styrofoam if you were to burn it to destroy the ozone. But it wouldn't be heavy. You think you could lift up forty feet of styrofoam shaped into a boat? No, but I think a crane could. Not the bird. The but if it requires a crane to lift it up, then shouldn't it sink in the water? According no, to your it's logic, styrofoam, not steel. <laughs> Steel floats on water. Don't believe it. I've seen it. I don't. I think there's something else going on there. I don't know what it is. I'm just saying. Do you understand why planes fly? When I went to the doctor for like, hey, I'm out of breath. And he's like, well, we think it's asthma. And I said, okay, you can think that. I don't think it's asthma. And he said, what do you think it is? And I said, I don't know. That's how I feel. I'm just pretty confident it's not asthma. That's how I feel about Man with a doctorate degree in medicine. No, complete bullshit. (laughs) Complete bullshit. He's an agent of the Rockefellers. Don't trust him. But with boats, they're like, yeah, this... It it floats because, you know, surface area, whenever the shit you're spouting. Like, okay, you can show me and prove it, but I still don't believe you. I don't... I can't get around it. You can perfectly explain everything, and I still will not believe it. And it's going to be really dumb. Because somebody's going to say something about boats to me one day, and it'll all click. Oh, that's why they work. Someone's going to be like, hey, did you know that they're talking about maybe adding seat belts to boats? And you're going to be like, I understand how they float now. Seat belts. What aren't seat belts in? Buses. <sighs> that's like the worst answer. <laughs> why? No, I'm saying like to confront. Of like, you know the vehicles we fill with one adult and tons of children? Don't need them. <laughs> Everywhere else, we need them. What the fuck is that? They don't, they aren't in big bread trucks and stuff, like delivery trucks. The middle seat, I don't think, has a seat belt. Either that or it's just always crammed way too far back to find. So I would say it. there's no seat belt. But on the left side, right side, seat belts. Middle seat. Uh. Back seat of a police car. What? I guess if you are in a back seat of a police car, the odds that you've done something wrong are pretty high. Yeah. Wrong according to the state, not like... You know, just like it's not necessarily the case, but there's a really good chance. Yeah, and I think if you're back there, you're already kind of like heckin' mad. Yeah, and you're not going to voluntarily put a seatbelt on. So they're you also probably can't because you're in handcuffs. Yeah, but that is more of a reason to have a seatbelt on because you get in a crash and you can't protect yourself. Bouncing around into the fucking bulletproof windows. Oh, good thing they those have a little give in them. (laughs) <laughs> you snap your neck and the, oh, the good thing I was belted in by the cops. Yeah, Fuck. The, the, How has nobody got a lawsuit on that? I guess cops are really good drivers because they can put their fucking lights on if they're yeah. about to get in an accident and then blame the other person. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No cop's ever been at fault. Yeah, exactly. No cop has ever done anything wrong. That's not a pod stance. It's just true. That's just a fact. Yeah. 
No cop ever has done anything wrong. No. Now, constables, on the other hand. Constables. What is a constable? A constable is a Canadian cop. Is it? They're the people I'm gonna, in I'm gonna, charge. I'm going to break my rule and say something really stupid. Okay. As I usually don't. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah, try usually, to avoid that normally. Yeah, what's the, you know, like, I don't, I guess this isn't something people tell you, but I think most people know that Canadian cops are called Mounties. Mm. It, what's the difference between a Mountie and a constable? I think a constable is just a different title of cop. I think it's just an older... Like lawyer and esquire? Yeah. Okay. It's not necessarily a Canadian thing. Like, you would have had a, a constable in the United States. It's like a sheriff. I don't know. It's it's something along those lines. What do you mean lines. it's like a... Sh- okay, so like a tier of cop. Yeah. Okay. Like a state trooper or something is different than like a Rochester City Police. Yeah, except you never hear about constables anymore. They might have just... Set, like the last one died and they're like all right we're gonna retire that because it's stupid yeah finally he's dead and he didn't die in lion duty it's yeah. some stupid uncop like death they're like they had a meeting and they're like okay as soon as jared dies we're gonna retire the use of the word constable but we can't until after he dies because he'll get very upset and honestly he's a hero yeah. So we can't upset him. He's, yeah. he's done good for years. He was on the force for 40 years, and he arrested, like, nine serial killers. Yeah. Like, he's a good cop. Innocent serial killers. Yeah, and the, these serial killers had not done anything. He's created nine serial killers. <laughs> he's serial killed he's a bunch evidence of evidence <laughs> so well that he's manifested into reality nine serial we could always count on him anytime we wanted someone behind bars but we didn't have just cause he could make them into a whenever one of us kills somebody he was always there to fabricate evidence to get it off of us what a good guy yeah what a hero but the word constable just absolutely stupid so as soon as he dies we're retiring it and then it took him like 35 more years for him to die he's he's like working until he's 95 (laughs) <laughs> if he's worked for the force for 40 years and they have this meeting he won't retire he works 35 more years <laughs> he's been there 75 years and his heart just explodes yeah he's he's 95 years old and he's still constantly getting into chases and like actually winning he's the just chase shredded, yeah he's in like the best physical shape <laughs> the best he's man like prime you've ever arnold seen. schwarzenegger <laughs> you just don't want to commit a crime in his city. Crime has been down yeah, over he's the, the only last one. Problem century. Is, is it's, it's kind of cheating because he's the only one that lives there. The, nobody wants to live there. Even the citizens are scared of him because they know <laughs> about his... They've heard rumors of the fabrication of evidence. So right. he lives alone in a city. Yeah, exactly. Everyone like, has like moved Pripyat out of this city. Or something. Yeah, it's, it's like there used to be 50,000 people here. Now it's a ghost town. And it's not because of a, react, a reactor that blew up. It's because of this fucking cop. <laughs> This is a dead zone around this guy. Just 50 miles in every direction. No one lives there. He's never smiled. But he's a really good constable. Yeah. The last. The last of the Mohicans. But it's the last of the constables. And then he dies and people are like, how did he die? Did someone shoot him in a chase? Or like, what happened? Who is he going after? He chases down anybody that he (laughs) sees that moves into his town. He just attacks. Well, he made it illegal to be in his town. Okay. And they're like, no, nothing like that. He he tripped over a spoon in his kitchen and he cracked his neck on the counter. If only he was as anal about cleaning his kitchen as he was about cleaning cleaning every other room in his house. As he was about putting innocent people into jail. (laughs) He would have, he would still be alive today. 
He anal retentively cleaned his entire house, but he could not care less about how the kitchen looked. Which is funny, because that's got to be one of the, on average, messiest places in people's homes. Yeah, but he just really doesn't like doing dishes. What's his name? Just one name, Jared? Like, Cher? Constable Jared is what they called him. Oh, that's sick that his title is in his name. Yeah. Canada's just wild. This is right in the dead center of Manitoba. Yeah. The problem is we know nothing geographically about Canada, so Manitoba might be not in the center. I think Alberta's big enough to where you could say, like, northeast Alberta could be some bullshit center part of Canada, but I I think that's wrong. I wasn't saying Manitoba was the center of Canada. What's the... I'm saying he's in the middle of Manitoba. Okay, close enough. (laughs) Close enough to Canada. How big, population-wise, do you think Canada is? Hmm. 30 million. 30 million. You are immediately regretting that guess. America's 300 million. I think Canada's less. Okay, yeah, I would agree. Canada's bigger, but the entire top half of it is unusable. There's there's 150 people that live there. Yeah, and they're all natives. We're not going to look it up, but that's now a fact. Yep, so now Canada... We need to have a whiteboard of just facts, or a blackboard. Whiteboard. I need to get another blackboard. What year is it? I have one blackboard and one whiteboard, and you want me to get another blackboard? I'm just saying, the one we have now isn't Schoolhouse-esque. Remember that show with the bill? Yeah, Schoolhouse-esque. Yeah, Yeah. I remember that show. Of course, who doesn't? I just... I don't know why you ever expected me to have a school-sized chalkboard. I didn't expect it of you, but I figured maybe since you you don't do anything, you could find one. <laughs> you know how expensive it probably is? How would I hang it up? How would I hang it up? Fucking tack it to the wall, you pussy. What do you mean? <laughs> or just lean it over your TV. I don't know. I watch my TV. Yeah, I, I read the fucking blackboard. Do you? So, but yeah, if you had one. Ah. Uh. <laughs> this is where I'd put my blackboard if I had one. How about you just keep all this information up here? I'm pointing Dude, at my head. What do you mean? This is the third conversation I almost forgot where I was during this podcast. <laughs> and so you I want can, me as you're actively talking to write things we on need, the blackboard? We're going back to something I've said to you for years. We need to hire a stenographer. AS- I agree with you. That everything they write down, they kind of ASMR say to themselves. And if we listen enough, we can hear them. Patreon goals, before we get the balloon, we'll hire a stenographer. Can you read that back to me, Carol? Of course it has to be a woman. Of course. Because we're an equal opportunity employer here. Yeah, so we wouldn't want to hire a man. No. It has to be an older lady. They're really good at typing. Or if you're really hot. No, I think it has you to be an older old lady. I want an you want old like a lady. Tim Heidecker-esque court stenographer that weighs more than us combined. But then you have the mobility problem of can we provide disability benefits? It doesn't have to be someone who weighs a lot. We're an equal opportunity employer, so we can hire anyone as long as they're old and a woman. Yeah, and very fat. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I'm really pushing for that one. This might be a fetish escaping (laughs) into into reality. If you don't weigh over 250 pounds, (laughs) no thank you. Yeah, you obviously... If you don't at least fat finger a key... Every other letter, <laughs> you're, you're not going to get the job. If you type, if you type more words per minute than me, you'll probably get the job. That's not that hard that, to do. That opens up the door to almost everybody that's ever used a keyboard. You can type twelve words per <laughs> okay, minute. I, no shit, I think it's like eighteen. It's very, it's very slow. That's so stupid. That's actually pathetically slow. I need a keyboard that just has a, an audio message option, and I'm good. Like on a phone. What's that? You don't know what a phone is? No. Okay. Describe it to me. If you were, if, if I was as dumb as you look, 
Okay. <laughs> and you have to describe a phone to me. How would you do it? <laughs> okay. I don't know if I can describe something to someone <laughs> I just, so I just, stupid. I just need the table, by the way. Enjoy editing around that one. <laughs> yeah, I heard you need oh, the table. Oh, yeah, I just want to make sure you There's like an earthquake <laughs> in here. Okay. If you have the brain power to, you know, create that in your mm-hmm. mind of yeah. somebody as dumb as you look. Which is trying to very, I mean, I to describe something to somebody that looks so stupid. Yeah. And you have to describe a phone, a modern, maybe, just a and phone. Can I go rotary? Sure. If you want to make it more difficult. For I think yourself. it'll be easier. Okay. Because there's more parts. So of I can describe, phone? yeah, of... so I can describe each part. Do you think there's more parts in a rotary phone than, than a cell there is? phone? There's like 30 things in the back of a cell. Isn't that the thing? But That's, I don't have to hey. describe to you the inside of the cell phone. Okay, fair enough. I just have to tell you how it works. I mean okay. like individual outer parts. There's the phone and then there's the dial and okay. then there's the base. Instead a cell just... phone is just a brick. Okay, okay. I won't argue with you because I don't know what a phone is. So go on. Right. I'm yeah. trying to tell you. Okay. So there's a, a rotary part. Which is basically, I'm trying, <laughs> if you just let me finish, I was literally about to tell you. <laughs> There's a rotary part, don't say anything, okay? Alright, and each, it's filled with holes, and you can put things in the holes, and you can, like your fingers or your toes or something, and you can spin them, and that calls, right? And now when you call with the rotary, you pick up the banana shape on the top, that's called a, a telephone. What is... What is what is a banana? You okay? Just let me finish with the phone, and then I will go I, back and describe to you what a banana is, okay. so you can visualize it better. Okay, got it. So you pick up the banana-shaped thing on on the uh, base. You gotta calm down. You just gotta work with me here. I don't know what that word you is. You gotta work with me. Okay. And then you put it up to your ear, and then my what? You oh no! <laughs> All right. <laughs> you put it up to your head. You put it up to your listen hole. Okay. You know what you. a listen hole yes. is? Yes. A listen hole is an ear, just okay. so you for future reference. Okay, I'll mark that one down. So you put it up to your listen hole and the the little dial thing that you typed in to the with your finger or your toe or whatever on the rotary. Yeah. Any of my digits. It it rings out over a wire because it's plugged into the wall with a wire. Okay. Okay. So the sound travels through a wire. You know how you can Put two cups together in a string, and then you talk to it, and you can hear uh-huh. the other person. That's the sound. I do that a lot. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's the sound traveling through the wire. So sound can travel through wires. Okay. Okay. So the sound travels through a wire to someone else that has the exact same device as you. Who is someone else? Anyone that you want. Do they also need a phone? Yeah, they have okay. the same device as you. So I can't just call somebody that doesn't have one of these. No. Okay. You can't call someone that doesn't have one. Um, and it has to be the same model, too. You can't call someone with a different model. Okay. And then they pick These up... These seem really convenient yeah. to use. Well, it is because it's better than a letter. It's quicker. A what? A, uh, okay. Like a number? No. Like, but for the alphabet. No, hang on. We'll get back to that. Okay. We gotta just keep... We gotta steamroll through this okay. here. Okay. So, I shouldn't have even mentioned it. <laughs> that wasn't even part of the explanation. A what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, hang on. I'm getting a mental list of everything I need to okay. explain to you. I know you yeah. don't know what that means. Okay, so the other person can hear me through this wire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you can talk to each other and it... it Who gives you your number? How does that The work? company you buy the phone from gives Who? you the number. Okay, I guess, okay. Yeah. 
And then it gives them their number two, and then you just exchange numbers when you meet in person. Okay. And then you can just talk to each other at a long distance. I now know what a phone is. What is... An um, explanation? A letter. Oh, you want to go with letter first? Yeah. Okay. So a letter is stereotypically a piece of paper that you write a message to somebody on. So it's like talking to someone on a phone... But you're writing it down. Okay. And then instead of it traveling over a wire, you fold it up and you put it in an envelope. You know what an envelope is? Yeah. Uh, weird that you know what an envelope is, but you don't know what a letter is. It's I have a just. A so bunch you put of it in an envelope and then you mail it to them and then they can read it. It's just okay. a slower version of. And a they phone. read it with their phone a voice in their head and not yeah. my voice that i use to talk. they can they can try to read it in your voice they can do like an um, impression of me yeah okay exactly huh okay so an explanation is just when you're describing why are you explaining an explanation because you didn't I'm... know what an explanation well i was. know what it is okay and i think you i think you're thinking i'm dumber than you look <laughs> that's, which, which that's is, what we're which going, is going with. which is going beyond i think it's asking too much okay what was the other thing? A banana. You didn't know what a banana no. was. So a banana is a fruit. You said it's a shape. It is a shape. It's a fruit that you can eat, and it's shaped like a crescent moon. Okay. Waxing or waning? Either? Either. That's that the like same that shape. Like a good fruit. <laughs> yeah, it's shaped like a waxing crescent moon. I hope bananas are the same as they were in the 1960s. I hope nothing has happened to the banana since the 1960s. Nothing has happened to the bana- banana since the 1960s. Okay. I can assure you. Where can you buy a rotary phone? Where can you buy a rotary phone? Correct. At an antique store? So what do people use now? That is what they use now still. It's just... It's because Instead most of- people own a rotary phone so it's antique for the people you know they've been out so long and they haven't been surpassed by anything better correct technology doesn't tend to advance okay yeah that would be stupid and we're i guess that's what these are that we're talking to through now yes we're talking through rotary phones yeah okay this is a different shaped one than yeah how didn't i know yeah these are just different rotary phones but it's the same thing where the your voice just goes through a wire and then that's why I can hear your voice and you can hear my voice. I can hear my voice too. Yes, that's just because you have a listening hole. Okay. An ear. Yeah, that's right. I'm learning. You're getting it. Man, we are really helping the world. <laughs> now the world is a smarter place. Yeah, for most of our listeners who are probably as dumb as you look. I look so dumb. This is very bad. This, <laughs> this might be taking a too anti-Gleep, Orient-Gleep viewer base, you know, approach. Let's let's dismiss our audience and tell them how dumb they are yeah. quick. It's, he only thinks that, not, not me. You're the one that said it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can explain all that, explain to me what a boat is. Okay. Just going back. because I Let's see if we can crack this. So a boat coconut? is a thing made out of wood. Okay. Yeah, my cousin invented the steamboat, remember? I know what that is, but I get why that floated. Yeah. Because it was wooden. And it had steam in it, and steam is very light. Yeah. And hot. And hot. Steam hurt. Yeah, hot hot rises. Yeah, I've heard that before. So... Word for word. A steamboat is very similar to a steel boat, as they're called. It is the steel boat powered by steel. Yes. How does that work? Let's see where you can take this one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got this. Just give me a second. No problem. 
it seems to come really naturally to you. Yeah, well, it's because I'm I'm just actually really smart, so okay. I just kind of know this stuff, you know. Uh, I studied steel boats in school. Okay. I have a degree in steel boats, so okay. it just you. obviously comes naturally to me. Yeah, I so a steel boat. You ever heard of a uh, train where you dump coal into the engine? C o l e or c o a l? C o a l. No. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what coal is? Uh. I know about trains where they're powered by people named Cole. Okay. So you don't know what Cole is, but you know how to spell it. Correct. Okay. <laughs> I just took a, I just guessed, really. I was just, okay, I was just so, hoping it was a C-O. It sounded like a C-O-A-L coal and not a C-O-L-E. So we'll go one. another route here. If you burn wood. Correct. It turns into ash, ash yeah. and charcoal. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. Coal is just another form of charcoal that's naturally it? forming. C-O-L-E. Okay. That's just naturally so forming. Those, these people aren't mammalian births. They're just from trees. They're rocks. That explains why they suck. <laughs> I've never met somebody cool named Cole. That's true. Except the viewers that are named Cole. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> They're very cool. Yeah. Cool Cole. Yeah, that's why. Okay, so how does this train work? So you get you get this coal, and I remember I asked about ships. I'm aware. Works. Okay, this is just okay. the, explaining what a train and how a train works is the easiest way to get you to know how a boat works. Train on the water, boat on the tracks. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because a train is just a boat, not on water. So okay. a train is an easier to understand the land boat. ship. Exactly. Okay. So you don't you take this coal or this charcoal and you throw it into a furnace, essentially. Okay. And it burns it, and it creates fuel for the train what's the fuel what's the fuel steam okay i'll believe you <laughs> it's steam train okay. steam train so now you move on to a steel boat and it's the same thing where it has a furnace but instead of coal you dump in steel just unused scraps of metal okay. essentially okay yeah and then it propels it by quickly pouring out liquid steel into the ocean and it moves it forward that can't be good for the ocean. No, it's not. Okay. But it is how it works. But that's how they work. Okay, yeah. I now understand boats. Thank you. Wow, we did it. <laughs> we fixed it. My my one... The, the candle thing fucking irritates me. I get why it happens. I, that really pisses so me off. So what's your problem with it? What do you mean? Why... What the Like, why he told me? Oh, just that's what you're mad about. Not yeah. the fact that it Not happens. Not the fact that the candle goes that's out really when cool. you cover it. Yeah, it is fucking cool. <laughs> you're mad that you were Actually, explained like you were a child. Yeah, which seems to happen a lot. Fire need oxygen to work. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I get it. I've, I've, I've done this before. <laughs> I've had, I know what candles are surprisingly i always turn on candles just so i can cover them and watch them fizzle out my problem is i was doing that thing where you put like the lid over or it's a, i don't think it's that thing i can't imagine people do this it was just something stupid i was doing where you put the cover on the candle and then you take it off right before it goes out and then it reignites kind of whatever and then for some reason i didn't assume that was going to make the cover hot and it was <laughs> metal and i burned the hell out of my hand on yeah, why would a metal cover get heated by flame? Yeah, I only know how steel boats work, not steel covers, as I've learned recently. I also don't know how steel covers work, so you're on your own on that okay. one. I'm I'm scared to be alone on that. I've got like four degrees, else... and one of them is not in steel covers. Okay, what are the other four? So I have one in steel boats. Okay. I have one in rotary phones. I have one in bananas. 
And I also have one in lawn care. Thought you were going to say ears. Nope. Okay. What? No, that was just a standard fact. When have you used your lawn care degree? Uh, not recently, because there's always snow on the ground. That's a good point. This is a very bad state to get a lawn care degree. Yeah, and it's funny how you've always wanted to do that since you were a kid. Since yeah. I've known you, you you were like really big into mowing. Yeah, You're exactly. Like, what do you do for half the year? I'm when just you really sad because yeah. I don't. I hate plowing. Yeah, that's it's, that's your that's what your seasonal affective disorder mm-hmm. is powered by. Is your inability to mow yeah exactly sometimes i'll drive down a couple states just so i can mow people's lawn just to get your fix yeah because i'll go on like craigslist or something like that and i'll find you'll go to craigslist someone's asking like hey can you eight states away can you mow my lawn or whatever i'm like yeah "Yeah." and they just assume i live down the block but that's not relevant i'm not doing it like when can you be here and they're like 86 hours (laughs) yeah okay cool (laughs) thumbs up emoji that bad boy yeah, uh, let's see. You're in Arizona. I'm in Minnesota, so it's it, it do, might take a little bit. Do time. people in Arizona have lawns? They mostly have deserts. Yeah, that's my problem. But there are it's, there is, is it, lawn. Is there. it too dry? It when is, does it rain in Arizona? Is that like a completely lawn powered by sprinkler thing? Probably. Okay, that would suck. But you I know bet what? they don't have any bugs. Arizona's got to be kind of cool. They actually do have sprinklers down there and all that stuff because of someone who got a degree in lawn care. You invented the sprinkler. I didn't you invent brought, the sprinkler, okay. but, but someone saying, with a degree in lawn care did. You're saying that somebody that improved the quality of Arizonans so much just had a degree in lawn you care. You learn this in lawn care history. Okay. Is that how, what's the first course in the lawn care? What are the steps? So you take lawn care history, lawn care sciences. Okay. Um, just basically how, you know, you learn how grass grows and different plants and all this stuff. Because it's not just grass. You learn about weeds. You learn about parasitic plants that Ooh, might grow in the... I heart noxious weeds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've heard about those. And uh, that hat. You, you learn about other perennials and stuff like that that just might be around someone's lawn. Okay. Um, how... Um, sorry to interrupt you. No. How long does it take to get this degree? It's a five-year degree. And how long have you had it? About two years. Is there an advanced version of this? Can you take, like, your doctorate or pass that? Yeah, I think you can. Can you go, okay. Why isn't there anything past a doctorate? There's people that are nerds, right? And they gotta, I guess they 10 years in school, end. they're like, just go do something yeah. with your life, man. That are just That's got to be solely autism-powered, where like the structure of only learning this one thing. They're like, I, let's keep going. Why change? Because they don't, they they don't gotta, want people going for a 30-year degree, and then they die. And you're like, well, what was the point of that well, then? Well, fuck, what's a doctorate? Isn't it like eight? Eight to ten, yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> I don't think there's anything I want to know about that's 8 to 10 years of knowledge that would require that. You know I'd I mean? think about it for lawn care. Would you? Yeah. Okay, what what drives you so much in that field? Honestly, the whole thing. I love the entire field. Yeah, you really have to you really should just move to a different state, which I you probably are should. You are sort of handicapped by the podcast promise of buying hot air balloons instead of a house. Exactly. So that sucks. But and know. there's no there's nothing to mow in the sky yet. Yeah, exactly. I'm hoping that I can take my lawn care degree because I took a couple classes in theoretical lawn care. Yeah. So I'm hoping I can be the first person to make sky lawns. Sky lawns. I believe it. Because you learn about like the gardens of Babylon and stuff and how they... You learn about the biblical lawns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, mythical You learn about all stuff. lawns. Okay. That is an advanced degree. The garden of Babylon is probably the closest that we have ever gotten to sky lawns. And I'm just thinking I can take it one step further and make an actual skyline. 
and that, that would be my claim to fame. And then you would learn about me in law and history classes. That, I think, that's it's now rearing its ugly head of, like, this is entirely ego-driven. Where you want to be a topic of discussion for your law and care degree. I mean, it's not entirely the reason I'm doing it, but it would be it. nice. Yeah, it would be cool. You know, I'm actually doing it because I love the lawn care and all okay. that stuff, but it, it'd be pretty cool. I mean, you can't say that it wouldn't be cool to be talked about in lawn history it'd classes. It'd be different. Yeah. I, I think I can say it wouldn't be cool. Okay, well, I you're not would, into lawn care, but so... that's a good point. If I need to specifically be in lawn care to be able to judge what you do and evaluate whether or not it is cool, then I'm fucked. And you, so I'm not going in lawn care. <laughs> exactly. And I can tell How many you, people? How common is this degree? Like, three people have it? Yeah, so, uh, in my... You agreed with that frighteningly fast. <laughs> in my class, there was me and two other people. Okay. So the person that brought sprinklers and stuff to Arizona is now dead. Probably. Probably. Is I don't a, actually is know. Is this mortality rate associated with the lawn care degree? No. Okay, so it's not Lawn like, care is a very safe profession. I didn't know if, like, you would sometimes mow over your foot or something. It does happen, but there's there's oh. risks in every profession. Yeah, but that's... This seems like a pretty avoidable risk. It's very avoidable. It, it doesn't does happen, happen very... It doesn't... That's it, another frighteningly fast yeah. thing you agreed to. Of Like, <laughs> of course, it happens. Well, you learn about lawn safety in one of your classes. Okay. Always wear foot protection. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So, it, because it has happened, and it does happen, and that's why they take happen. steps to avoid it. And it will happen. Right. We it, can't always... We can't forever avoid mowing over our own foots. Yeah. It happens or a feet. lot more for people that are only in like year one or two of their degree. Yeah. The, and the, the, it happens. The green shirts. It happens to people who are like, I'm too good for college. College is useless. I'm going to just mow my lawn without a degree. Yeah. The unprofessionals that try to do it by themselves. Yeah. I'm not going to hire someone to mow my lawn. I bet you I can just mow my own lawn. God, I hate people like that. Let me mow your lawn. It's not that much to ask. This has to be a weird fetish of yours. I think you have shoehorned into the podcast as a. There might it could be there could be some euphoric high you get from smelling a freshly cut lawn. Like okay, Hank let Hill. me clarify. I don't get a euphoric high from smelling freshly cut grass. I do get a weird, strange high by turning on a lawnmower. And just a standard lawnmower, not a driving mower or anything. A push mower like, is okay. how you got to do it. Yeah. By just turning it on, getting the blade to spin, I'll push it onto the ground and I'll tape it down. And I'll put my face as close to the blade as I can. And I'll just sit there and I'll feel the breeze on my face. Okay, like you're playing with death. Exactly. Okay. This. I, it's it's really I twisted, think but I love it. That the... The appeal of lawn care doesn't lie in lawn care itself, but your fucking weird BDSM style pleasure of almost cutting your face off with the mower. Let's be clear. I love if lawn this care. Is, if <laughs> this is how the classes work in college. If this was part of the course where the professor's like, watch this fucktards and he does that. Like, I want to be like him. I can tell you that I was <laughs> let's, never told. Let's be, let's be clear. I love lawn care. <laughs> You're like a politician. <laughs> I was told never to mess around with the blade of a mower unless okay. it's completely off unless it's, and you it, need to change it. Unless it makes you hard. <laughs> My professor said never mess with the blade of a lawnmower unless it makes you hard. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can do you can take hard as sexual arousal or as like a character trait. Exactly. Okay. Well, I, I think it isn't supposed to be taken as sexual arousal, but I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> he was trying to convey the character trait and not the sexual arousal. Yeah, exactly. And you just, you know, dumb luck, I guess. So, yeah, it wasn't like he, he said, okay, stick your face next to a blade and see how that feels. I bet you'll love it. Yeah. No, I was doing something and I got not even like ridiculously close to the blade, but I got a little bit close to the blade that while it was spinning. And I just, I felt that rush. Okay. And I can tell you, I've shared this with other people in uh, my class. Oh, uh, oh, oh, that's gotta be a time thing. <laughs> There's gotta be a fucking sound for that. <laughs> Whatever rush is said. I've I've shared this fetish with other people in my class. The and two, with other people. You say it as if your class is expansive and just huge. Well, the but two the other two people, people in my class and the professors. Okay. And how I can, many wait? How many professors are there? There's not just one. No, it's like six different professors. There's for the more entire professors degree. than students in the course. Yeah, there's double the amount of professors than total students in the course. Well, what happens is where normally, the fuck did you go to college for this? Because there's no way a college normally two thirds of students become professors in lawn care. <laughs> okay, so barely anyone, only you from your class, graduated and went into the field of lawn care. Yeah. Huh. Everyone else wants to teach think, people about lawn care. I wouldn't. Th- <laughs> I wouldn't think lawn care. That proves that the field sucks. I went to Berkeley. Berkeley. Yeah. Okay. UC Berkeley. <laughs> yeah. That's and there's three people in your class. Yeah. And two of them, which aren't you, are now professors in the course. Well, I think they're trying to be. I don't know if they are. But they're actively pursuing that instead of what they quote-unquote love which yeah. is lawn care well they, so i think your field fucking sucks they want to teach cool. people about lawn care so that yeah but they why can don't learn. they want to do it well i think part of it is they didn't want to be like me because they see you with an erection laying <laughs> yeah, down exactly soup, I, I told line i told the them about this and everyone they just you stopped scared them away yeah. they're like fuck if i go and do lawn care i'm gonna see this weirdo yeah so i think huh. they just are like okay i want to i love lawn care so i'm gonna stay in lawn care but yeah. i don't want to be anywhere near him huh so they're that's teaching a powerful effect yeah it makes me feel kind of bad but you know more whatever. lawns for you more lawns for me yeah I it can shouldn't hunt. make you feel bad. I think you should take that as a victory. I go onto Craigslist and uh, people asking for their lawns, and I pay them money to let me mow. Like I go down to Missouri and and like, hey, I'll mow your Missoula. I'll mow your lawn for twenty bucks, and they go twenty bucks. That's a pretty good deal. And I go here, you go, and they're like, whoa, wait, what? No wonder you don't do this where you live. I guess you can you can get your high once the snow melts. So you do actually. You really you are probably the the most justified medically justifiable case of somebody needing to move for psychiatric reasons <laughs> if not- you would i think the cool thing is this this might be developing some lore behind a body of reason for like a serial killer of like he just mows over people and that's it with a really really antiquated you'll really love lore. this it's as not- i'm mowing over their face <laughs> Can I mow your lawn for 20 bucks? Yeah, and you start it up and you just go into their house and run them over. <laughs> now I can mow your lawn forever. It's, it'd be funny if you, you would kill people with those old push mowers that are just the blades that spin, that have no <laughs> motor on them. Those are terrible. Yeah, those are terrible. Even as like an antique thing, they suck. They were good for their time. I think, I think actually they would be good if you had somebody able to sharpen them. You know what I mean? If that person existed to where they're like, hey, can you make these sharp again? I think they would work pretty good. And I think my professor said someone from the class before mine actually was going into sharpening that. Okay, yeah, that would be a different field that you could go in that's not teaching if people wanted to avoid you. Yeah, exactly. That they could just sharpen the blades. Well, that, that other guy doesn't mowers. even know me, luckily, in case I ever need my blades sharpened. Okay. 
I can go to him and he won't just avoid me and not answer my calls. You said that like you're a villain. Like your blade sharpened like as if you have swords. I'm just talking about my lawnmower. Yeah. That I used to kill people. It'd be fun to kill somebody with a really dull push mower. <laughs> it just fucking, How do you even do it that? It just hits them. You strap it's, them down and you start running it back and forth yeah, on their it's torso. Like, it's like kneading dull or something. <laughs> it would take about an hour. Eventually it just cuts into them and they die. Should we go into the Night Stalk? If you remember enough about him since we're talking about serial killers. Go for it. Okay. So Richard Ramirez was considered the Night Stalker. And I have always wanted to kill people, but instead of the Night Stalker, you'd just be the Night Stalk. And you'd be in like a Halloween style <laughs> corn on the cob costume, or cob of corn costume. It's not the kind you eat, it's the kind in the field. And you kill One that people. hasn't been shucked. Yeah, an unshucked corn. And you kill somebody, and then you you just hide in the... You'd have to do it where there's corn, which isn't hard around here, really, in most of the You can the hide Midwest. in the wall of corn. The wall of corn. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, you have to wait for the cops to show up, stay there, and then leave by hiding in a nearby field at, like, the row closest to the road. So they can see you, but they think you're corn. <laughs> and I just, it would, oh, that, till you talk about a high, if that wouldn't give you an erection, I don't know what would. Even if you only got away you're, with one, you're not even, that would be so fucking funny. You're not even hiding behind any corn, you're in the front row. Yeah. Right yeah. next to the body. Yeah, if they shine the cornfield once with their flashlight, they'll see you. Not by the body, you kill the person in the house. Leave, and then you escape to the field adjacent to their house, right across from it, and then you just stand there and watch. <laughs> In this Halloween <laughs> corn cob costume. You know, it's funny because if they determined, hey, this guy died like four minutes ago, they would definitely go and check the corn. Field. And you have to call the cops. You have to call the cops before the guy's dead. I don't know how you could mask it because you have to hide your tracks in order to escape into the field. So you might have to put on stilts. Depending on how high the corn is, whatever, what's the opposite of a stilt? You might have to be on your knees, I guess, in this corn cob What's the costume. opposite of a stilt? What do you stand on to make you shorter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't Can know. Can I stand on something to compress Maybe me? Maybe you should invent that. Or you would have to put, like, peg legs on. So they're like, oh, a pirate walked into the corn. It must be a pirate. And then, I don't know how. You could put, like, a Halloween pirate costume on the scarecrow. And they're like, here he is. And they, they would just light him up. And they think they killed him. And then you're good. <laughs> I think that would be worth it to see if you could do it once. Not saying we condone this, just like or only support if it. You've been told, "Hey, oh, we we definitely support." You're it. dying. You're somehow yeah. perfectly functional as a human being, but you will be dead in twenty four. If you get hours. corn cancer, <laughs> you get corn. You got corn cancer. Yeah, <laughs> and then you go and you find someone that definitely deserves to die. Yeah, you know that lives next like, to a cornfield, like Mother Teresa or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, get rid of her. Yeah. Garbage. Easy. Easy. Easy first victim. That way if you get caught, oh, oh well, corn cancer, you're dead. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The worst kind. Obviously. The worst kind of corn is yeah. cancer. Yeah. That's what they grow in that part of the ocean. Do you know that? The Tropic of Cancer? That's all that goes there is cancerous corn oh, that, that no. they give to bad children on Christmas. <laughs> if you f keep annoying dad, you're going to get corn cancer for Christmas, <laughs> you fucker. Right in your stocking, and the second you touch it, you have 24 hours to live. That's why children, that's why the, the night stalk as an idea fails, because all the children we tell it about, that we egg on to do it, suck, because they're kids. True. And they're not like high V, helpful child in every aisle kids. They're like, thank you, that kind of kid. 
And I just, they're not, they're not ready for it. It might be my fault because I'm putting a heavy burden on a kid with cancer to go kill somebody that I think is justified. <laughs> yeah, really, hey, really eight specific. year old child. <laughs> I need you to go kill cranky old McGoober over there. Now that you're going to be dead soon, I need you to ice this person <laughs> for me. They're like, who the fuck are you? Why are you in my You're house? You're in the mob and you strictly hire really sick children to kill people it's for like, you? It's how the cartel will do drug deals and stuff with, like, local neighborhood kids. Otherwise, they'll flay their family alive or whatever. So that's all we, yeah. It's really and easy it, it to scare a child, so. Yeah. As we've learned trying this with multiple kids with cancer. But getting them to kill someone is if a lot. If anybody from St. Jude's Hospital is listening to this, please let me in sign. I, I don't want to talk to the kids. I just want to apologize. Go ahead and send us an email yeah. and we'll get back to you. Don't want, like, keep in mind, I don't want to talk to the kids. Just want to say I'm sorry. Just don't want to, maybe, kind of want to talk to the kids. Not about the killings, though. Not, maybe. Just email me. Talk to me. Quit ghosting me. I'm all alone. Just leave them alone. I. They need to help me with this. This is my goal. I, just let me talk to the kids. <laughs> it's turned into begging. St. Jude's Hospital to let me use their cancerous kids. Please, for the love of God, let me talk to the kids. Even the ones without corn cancer. The ones with the cancer where they live I a long time. I can give them corn cancer. Even, oh, yeah, yeah, I can, I, any kid, I'll bring him in. If he has corn cancer, I can bring you kids with cancer. I guess if I had a kid with cancer, I wouldn't give them to you because you don't want them to talk. You know, you don't want me to talk to them. So I would just, I'm, I'm going to, I just need, I need a couple. I need a couple test runs. St. Jude's always just ignoring us. I swear to God, we're anti-St. Jude's on this podcast. The problem is that we, we always try to contact them in matching corn cob outfits <laughs> by showing up in person. I mean, that's the best way to contact someone, I yeah, thought. That's how I contact Trace. Is I'm only friends with people that I meet that are wearing a matching corn cob outfit, especially in the summer. If you can wear a, a corn cob outfit and not be not turn into you know popcorn mm-hmm. in the summer, boom, instant. Do we just become best friends? That's how that works. Yeah, exactly. That's and how you know it's not a cheap costume. If you're good at convincing children to do things um, that they weren't previously inclined to do, such as killing. People that I need. Get. I think you need to stop with the show. It's not even that bad. It's just a request. It's, 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 I'm floating it out there for somebody to help me with. That's all I want. Is that's I, you're, being, you're very close to a line that you don't want to cross here. Really? Because yeah. I, I don't think I'm anywhere near. I, just, I, just, I think this. Topic, I just think I that think I, I want to be able to talk kids into doing things that they don't want to do. Maybe. Fine, I'll only take the kids that really want to kill somebody. Thank you. We can start with their nurse that they hate, and we can go to somebody that I need killed. That'll work. As long as they can say their name is... What's a what's a children version, a child version of the Night Stalk? The Dawn Stalk. There we go. <laughs> you are, I have my you sidekick. You are my protege. Yeah, that's that's what I guess that's what I'm looking for, is a, is a protege. We have to get a little... Corn on the cob outfit for children. Colonel Stock. Yeah, here we go. He has some cool name. Yeah, Colonel Stock. Yeah, it'd be it'd be the Night Stock and his colonels. Yeah, and I would have just an army of. I would. Oh no, You're just it's the Coney. Joseph Coney thing. Oh fuck, that's what it is. That's probably why I still remember him. Was this his plan? Was to just Wait, get a why did, group yeah, of corn children movie, to kill people? That sounds so cool. <laughs> why did we ever villainize that guy? If he gave all the, his child arming all cool little corn costumes, <laughs> you'd be so pissed if that's what you died by. You woke up in your village or whatever. You're like, oh no, Coney's here and some little 
cunt kid comes in and shoots you in the chest, and he's in a little mini corn cob outfit. They're all rampantly running around. They're like rabies from their mouth. Yeah. Foaming, and they're like... (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And their little tiny corn cob. Oh, no. Coney's here with his kernels. Eight of them, like, tackle you down, and one shoots you in the face. Man. They just sound like they're drowning. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're talking through a connect mic. (laughs) That's how they sound. So, St. Jude's, hit me up. Uh, you sick can, kids, not sick kids. You can uh, leave me alone. I just want to be out of it. That's his thing. But I don't want somebody that's too into it. That's I don't want to try weird. hard. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to kiss ass. You don't want someone that's So like, if somebody volunteers. I really want to kill someone. It's all I've ever wanted to yeah, do. Yeah. If somebody volunteers for this position, just say I'm not interested. So you, it's you already want, filled. You want someone where you're like, hey, would you kill someone? He goes, mm, I guess I could be talked into it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't want somebody that succumbs right away. Yeah, that's bad. That's not a that's not a night stock protege. <laughs> that, that's no sk- kernel of mine. And I added I added another layer. If only it was, the night stock was an onion, then that would work. But you escape in a corn hot air balloon that's put in the field deeper in the field. <laughs> that one the police would definitely see. You know what? I'll that's go- the worst place to put an <laughs> escape vehicle. <laughs> you you're bold enough to just T pose as a corn. Right across from the house you killed somebody in. And then, like, 50 feet behind you, there's this huge fucking hot air balloon that's shaped like a corn cob. And there's, it's in, like, a clearing. It's in a fucking clearing, so there's an easy path to it and everything. It's like... You've had to have been planning this for weeks. The corn behind you is knocked down. So it's just a clear path to the hot air balloon and somehow the cops don't see this. You scrape the house as you're flying (laughs) upward. As as the cops are still there, you you, you fly over low altitude and like flick them off. (laughs) Oh man. This is what the podcast has delved into, is you teaching me really elementary things and us committing more heinous crimes, like exponentially more heinous crimes in a hot air balloon. They get worse every time. It's now just thematic to Rochester, Minnesota because of the corn water tower, which nobody apparently has. If you are from a town that has a water tower that's a different food, tell us. Because that'd be cool. That is pretty cool. Because we have looked up other... There's a watermelon one. Yeah, I think a tomato. Yeah. If somebody lives in Tomato Town. Yeah, someone lives in Tomato Town. Yeah. We'll get you on the pod. I think a grape would be a... a, I guess not. A grape is too small. Exactly. Maybe a grape, a vine of grapes. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Do you think vines can grow on water towers? Yeah. You think? Maybe maybe only the bottom of the water tower. Okay. Not the top. Yeah, because once they hit the... Like the... The circle part. Yeah. Like, oh, we kind of give up. You could plant, and this is uh, something I uh, made my thesis on. Okay. Is you could. In lawn care or yeah. in one of your other degrees? No, in lawn okay. care. You can put a uh, circle of dirt on top of the water tower for a standard shaped water tower. And you can grow vegetables on there that will vine down the water tower. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, it feels like cheating, but I guess it's the only realistic thing. To right, do. you can't get a vine going all the way up there. Can you grow? Uh, I also recommended putting a trellis on every water tower, and that was shot down. Is that immediately. the thing people climb up? 
like yeah, it's on like the, side the, of holes. the interwoven thing. Yeah, from, that everybody like, would the early two thousand. They don't they don't fucking know what they're called. Yeah, if you yeah. watch Beethoven for the Disney movie from the nineties, there's probably one against the house. I'm wondering if that got shot down because I'm like, hey, put a trellis against every water tower, and they go, I don't know what that is, so I I can't in right consciousness. It'd be cool that. if you could get like a circular one to go around the complete like circumference of the water tower and yeah. then it scales with it as it goes up you'd have to have a really good carpenter well that's the reason i wanted it jesus maybe would be able to do that my original thought was, was to jesus... get the vine going up the water tower so the trellis that's what a trellis is a way for the vine to climb up do you think christianity started because jesus was just a very shit carpenter and he's like fuck i guess i'll be this uh, isn't Messiah. working out so yeah, i gotta everybody figure something hates else me out. he gets kicked out of india he's like let's just lie to everybody i don't think he worked. consciously made the decision of like you know what, let's let's start a religion. I think he was doing a carpenter thing and it kind of domino affected where he he finished a carpentry job and then someone goes, did you finish it? And then he kind of, he was about to answer and then he remembered back and he goes, oh wait, no, I kind of I skipped out on a couple parts of that job. And he goes, yeah, yeah, it's done. It's completed 100%. Yeah, and then they walk back in, like, the floor breaks, and they're they're dead. Yeah, but he got to, but other people heard Jesus finished the job, okay. so they believed him when he said that. Okay. And yeah. he kind of took that, and he goes, okay, if people are willing to believe that, and he slowly started working his way up with bigger and bigger lies. He was just a very shitty liar. Yeah. And, or not shitty, begin everybody, I guess everybody's bad at lying when they start. You know, like, little kids are terrible at lying. Yeah, exactly, but he got, he got into it. Yeah. To the point where he, like, learned actual... He looked up Penn and Teller tricks. Wow. Yeah. That's funny for the time period. Exactly. That there was two other comedians. They weren't even comedians. They were... They were magicians. Okay. But they weren't funny at all. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the real Penn and Teller. Yeah. Not funny at all. Except they were just named after their jobs. Penn was someone who wrote letters for people. And then Teller was a, a teller. At like a movie theater. Yeah, I forget those were around. <laughs> the one movie Back in showing. Zero. Yeah, of course. Everybody remembers. Things were better back then. Yeah, exactly. If only the Zeros could be here. What the fuck did they call? I guess the first century is what Zero is called, right? That's why like whatever we're in now is actually like one ahead. Yeah, exactly. That's stupid. We're the 21st century and we're like, well, we don't have the one yet. My question is, what did they call 200 B.C.? Bef- like at, during that period of time i have no idea that's a really just like scary question to ask because i have no clue maybe they didn't they didn't monitor it they didn't monitor it when is the mayans had calendars so okay, i'm you, assuming other people had calendars you would bring them up you would bring up well, my people <laughs> i'm just <laughs> saying it's, it's a very common fact that calendars existed at that point in yeah time. but if you go where the f- where Jesus was. There's nothing like the Mayans. Were the Mayans around in 200 BC? I would say no. I would actually say no. There's no way. That's my maybe, problem. Maybe. You can go to like the lost civilization shit. Be like, oh yeah, they've been here way longer than us, but we have to keep lying. Thanks, FDR. So maybe. You know what I mean? I mean, like the, the, the ancient Egyptians, older. yeah, they had, they did astrology stuff. I yeah. don't know if they had a calendar, but they probably had some sort of time thing. What are those reeds called that they make paper with? Like P-A-P-Y-R-U-S, I think. I don't know how to say it. Papyrus. We have to ask the Egyptians, who don't fucking know, because there's been rooms in the pyramids that people have found with their little scanners. They're like, hey, let's go dig in these bad boys. They're like, nope. It's like, what the fuck? Why isn't the world just destroying Egypt over that? What do you mean, nope? 
That's a big deal. We can we want to know what the fuck is there's hidden shit in here. That's where they keep that's where the Egyptian government keeps all of their cocaine. It's where the guy that invented Bitcoin lives. Yeah, they don't want him bothered. He paid he gave everyone in Egypt one Bitcoin to leave him alone and make yeah. sure no one bothers him. And they didn't know what the fuck it was in like two thousand nine, but now they're all rich. Exactly. Not really rich, but better off than they were. They have enough to do whatever they need to do. Yeah. It's a good head start in life. Do you think you could install an air conditioning unit in place of one of those huge fucking blocks in the pyramids to make it livable inside? No. no yeah, me neither. <laughs> what, why would you ask that question? Though? Well, I just think that the guy that lives inside the pyramids that the government of Egypt is hiding. I think he has his own separate He's, air conditioner unit. In I there. think he is having a very hard time currently, and since he's moved in, fucking breathing. Because oh, how yeah. old is that air? And there's no circulation of air. There's no movement. Well, he's built a system to kind of get air circulated in from outside. Has he? Yeah. What does he do? It's like a tubing system or something. Okay, like the things um, hamsters live in. Yeah. Why is that a thing? Do, do we do that to any other animal? I guess guinea pigs. Rodents? Oh, really, it's just because they're really small. Why don't we make and bigger they can't tubes stop for dogs? <laughs> yeah, but I think they like it. I think they're like, I built That's this. what all humans would think. That way they don't feel that is a good bad point. about it. They might it. fucking hate it. Yeah. Those poor things. But I, I, I would like to think they really like it and they're like, I made this. And they're like <laughs> dicking around in the tubes. I remember making this when <laughs> yeah. I was younger. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my home. It is. It's here. I guess the problem, they probably do remember it because from birth at the stores, they have those fucking tubes. So they're like, you, this buy, is you part buy of a the hamster. Earth. Yeah, you buy a hamster. And then it's like, oh, where'd the tubes go? And then they come back and you're like, I made this. <laughs> That's gotta be how they work. <laughs> I would hope. I That's really this. shitty if they're like, great, more fucking tubes. My parents made the one from where I was born, but I made this one. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, and that's how hamster history works. Welcome to hamster history. Oh, no. <laughs> you've just, you've, uh, you've, you've shown everybody our future podcast. Oh, yeah, I forgot surprise. I wasn't supposed to tell people that we were going to start hamster history. Uh we got to get more of those lawn care uh, professors on that because I don't want to talk about hamsters. I'm already kind of burned out already you, on hamsters. So you have sat here for months begging me to start a podcast called Hamster History and yeah. you don't want to talk about hamsters? I think I think the idea as it, as it comes closer to the day where we have to do it progressively gets worse. We can just not do it. Yeah, but I would like to see how bad I can feel when it it shows being up being forced ugly to head. talk about hamsters yeah. week to week uh, yeah i want to see how yeah i want to see how much that would make me depressed because that's that might go that might surpass suicide <laughs> there might be a, a, a self-imposed way of dying that's so much greater than suicide that i can only find out about by being forced to talk about fucking hamsters i'm so depressed that i think suicide is too easy of a way out yeah. I need to torture myself. Yeah. A fate worse than death. Yeah. Hamster time. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's how the that's the trailer to the podcast. That's how it starts. <laughs> you just cut that out and make that the trailer for hamster history. I don't think how long do you think hamsters have been around? This is now a hamster podcast, by the way. Fuck you. This is a prerequisite podcast to listen to before hamster history. Yeah. How long do you think, you know, like dogs, certain breeds of dogs, like bass and hounds come from St. Hubert's hound, which is now extinct, or like all modern hound dogs kind of come from that one. Where do you think hamsters came from? What do you think the parent animal of a hamster is? And when did you think people started keeping them? Like well, rodents inside? Because for most of history, people saw a rat and they're like, fuck, 
Kill it. I can tell you right now, hamsters, gerbils, and guinea pigs all come from the same place. Do they? They definitely. Huh. There's no doubt in my mind that but they come from the same the, place. what's the parent animal? The parent animal, I'm trying to think. There's definitely... Capybara? I was going to say there's some African animal. You just animal. need to find some... Yeah, it's probably some wild fucking animal that was in Africa, and then they somehow domesticated it. But then capybaras are native to South America, and nothing good ever comes from South America. <laughs> Especially not gendered language. This is an anti-gendered language podcast. My desk is not a female. Yeah. Just say it. <laughs> you are not allowed to make I've that checked. call. It's not a female. <laughs> I've checked. There's I've... just a raging penis underneath Yeah, I've checked. Desk. I'm embarrassed to say, not a female. <laughs> so let's lean up on the gendered It's nouns. really embarrassing because of how much I've rubbed it. <laughs> my desk is like me when I put my face near a lawnmower blade. <laughs> I just, you are right though with that. Either that or it's Asia. Some good things come from Asia. Definitely not Chinese people because they're gone. But yeah, that must be it. Because the Africans are the only humans fit enough to catch a rodent. Yeah. Because they don't, you know, live like Americans. So they find one. They capture it and they're like, fuck, let's sell it. This needs to be smaller. Yeah. And then they only capture the small ones. It's it's just selective breeding into hamsters, guinea pigs, and I mean, oh, What yeah, the fuck guaranteed. is it? What's the difference? Hamsters I are smaller. Know. I get that. I think it's just size. I think gerbils are bigger than hamsters. Hamsters have than puffier cheeks. Yeah, that is. Guinea pigs just reek. Guinea pigs are one of the worst animals. They smell so bad. They're I'm not, not even it's from not their Guinea. Fault. It's not their fault. That would be a good way. That's probably the easiest fucking clue as to where they come from. Maybe they are. <laughs> and that's where they come from. They're just pigs that have been genetically modified in Guinea. Because I know they eat guinea pigs in Argentina. So, but they're just wild there. Fuck. How? Where? What does a wild where are they guinea from? pig look like? I don't know. I don't think they're increasingly more feral. I think they just have longer hair. I think that's it. Where it's not even by much, though. It's like, oh, it's a little furrier. Well, we'll, we'll officially have an answer for what, what the difference between a, a guinea pig, a gerbil, and a hamster is on the second episode of Hamster History. Oh, is this the first one? Or is hamster... Oh, I would be okay Hamster with History that. is just an introduction. Okay, yeah. gr- great. It's a one-on-one course. Yeah, exactly. And then you get into hamster sexing, where you... Let's not. <laughs> that's I, that's already, for way later down. I was burned out on hamsters like 12 minutes ago. And we... <laughs> We keep fucking talking about them. Yeah, we can save that for the podcast. The, the weird thing is, is that I don't think... I would imagine if you were to put a hamster in a wildlife scenario, it would be eaten fucking immediately. To where there is no feral version of a hamster. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> it could probably be killed by a rat. Yeah, exactly. Or a mouse. Any predator. Yeah. Bird. Yeah, that's swoop the down thing. its den. Do birds not exist in Argentina? Because if hawks here will capture chickens, they sure as hell can carry away a stupid fucking guinea pig. There's, like, you can carry away 30-pound fish if you're a hawk. Or, like, an eagle. Good yeah. luck Good luck getting away from an eagle. I guess that's how Argentina gets around it, is they don't have any freedom, and there, so there's no eagles. <laughs> they, they demanded all eagles be killed. Yeah. That's it's, how the country Oh, the found. eagle is a sign of freedom? Get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want people even we thinking need to keep that's a thing. the disgusting guinea pigs alive. I just... Maybe they're, they taste good. But I, I don't know. It's probably just like shitty. I doubt they taste pork. that good. Exactly. Maybe. 
you eat one and you're like, oh my god, stuff. I'm never gonna eat anything else. Because commercial pigs in America are fed like plastic and filth and like literal garbage. To where yeah. guinea pigs might actually have a good enough diet of just nature and stuff in Argentina. What do they, they eat? Vegetables and fruits? Probably. Insects. Yeah, they're probably pretty good. Maybe they're way better than pigs here. Because pork already is very shitty. Is a guinea pig a pig? I don't think so. I don't think guinea pigs either are like as smart as pigs because pigs are ridiculously smart. The one yeah. we had before it suffocated to death in its own shit fumes or whatever, it could unlock its window, push its window up, and jump out. I I don't even know if I can do that, and this <laughs> this stupid little pig could. But I I don't think a guinea pig could do that because isn't a guinea pig one of those things where you can like fart and then it scares the guinea pig and it dies guinea pigs are yeah they're like its heart can't take that's like jesus it's like the worst prey animal on a tier list like (laughs) the bottom is a guinea pig you'll do anything and they make some stupid fucking sound and they just stink they smell so bad it's how i imagine a homeless person smells yeah god forbid a guinea pig doesn't have a home if you want to figure out how to get the worst smell ever. Yeah, a wild guinea and pig. only feed it durian. <laughs> no, you'd have to do stereotypical, not like free-range homeless people. I bet they smell delicious. <laughs> I'm talking like New York City heroin and piss homeless people. You think free-range homeless people just smell like blossoms? Yeah. Wow. You never see them. What is that scent? Yeah, you never see... You never see... One just stalking around in the wild? Yeah. What is that terrific smell? Am I near a, a patch of roses? Am I near a patch of homeless people? Oh, it's it's Edgar and his herd of homeless people. <laughs> they don't just, even they don't even bother anyone. They just kind of walk around in a pack looking for food. The problem is they eat anything they come in contact with. <laughs> so that's why nobody talks about homeless people because if you see the feral ones, you're you're done. You're already dead. Exactly. It's like seeing a mountain lion. That's, That's why you, how fast they move. You got to be really scared in Rochester if you smell just really good strawberries yeah. anywhere near outside. Yeah, exactly. Like, so you're oh, like, oh, this no. doesn't grow here, and I know what that sound is. Edgar's here. Yeah. That's the scary thing is one group of homeless people, one pack of homeless people, roam the entire Midwest, mm-hmm. smelling delicious and terrific. You could go but years without everybody. seeing them. There really should be, you know, on that thing... During Christmas time, a news station will be like, Where's Santa? Oh, he's here. On the NORAD yeah. thing or whatever. We really should be tracking Edgar, as that is probably the biggest concern to really anybody yeah. that runs into that. It's way more dangerous. The than... problem is, they can go years of roaming Wyoming and not run into a person. So I don't know. That's got to be a record for fasting. I guess they can eat other things. Yeah, they don't just eat people. Bugs. Like Bill Gates would literally anything. Yeah. They see Trees. a can on the side of the road. They're like, oh, I'm eating that. Yeah, I've got advanced homeless teeth for this. <laughs> and they vacuum it in. <laughs> like that thing evolved. from Teletubbies. What is that? Snoople or whatever? <laughs> that, that vacuum from Teletubbies? Suckle? Suckle Magoo? Suckle Magoo. That thing? Yeah. We should get him on the pod. Do you think somebody voiced He's that He's always vacuum? eating my custard. Yeah, fuck that thing. This is an anti-Suckle Magoo podcast. Whatever that fucking piece of shit machine is called. <laughs> Pro Teletubbies, anti-Suckle Magoo. Suckle Magoo but that's, can go die. Suckle Magoo is a good representation of how the herd of homeless people eat. Where they they have that powerful lungs that they can just suction things in away from about 10 feet. Exactly. Or 40 yards, which is way longer than 10 feet, but it just depends on... It depends on what measuring. they're suckling. Oh, if it's an empty beer bottle, 40 yards, easy. Oh, probably even further. Yeah. If it's a, it's, if it's a beer bottle in a paper bag, ooh, a mile. 
I've heard rumors of a mile. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I've yeah. never seen it myself. They love them. Mostly, I guess, I just don't try to get close to them. The thing is, I don't know how the herd was formed as they eat anything they come in contact with. Yeah, but for some reason, I guess there's something about their that odors where it just, I, I guess they like can't So you think tell. if they run into a feral homeless person, they just get they added just join to the, the pack. pack. Yeah. yeah, that's probably it. That just increases the pack's survivability, exactly. I guess. Like, they want to eat each other, don't get me wrong, but yeah. they understand, hey, if we're going to be a thing, we need to work together. Yeah, look out for Edgar if you're out there. He only he stays in the Midwest, so you should be good on that. Yeah. He somehow Luckily, is able he to... he hates every city homeless person. They taste terrible, according to Edgar, so that's why he roams the Midwest, because everybody in the Midwest tastes way better. I... This, is a, this is a message to all the cannibals out there. If you want good-tasting people... In the Midwest. They're like invulnerable to weather, I guess. So I, I don't know. Just be careful. Out and they there. love change. Yeah. If you have a dime, ooh. If you throw that's that's always what they tell you in school is just always carry change on you. That way if you see them, you can chuck the change and they'll go after the change instead yeah. of you. There's a haven in the Midwest. Yeah. Of feral homeless people. Yeah, feral homeless people don't just come from the Midwest. Yeah. The problem, they just migrate up here. It's like Mecca for the homeless. Yeah, exactly. Of tracking down this convoy of homeless people. And most, this is another thing, a lot of people don't know that about the Midwest. Because they're too busy learning about the Alamo in Texas. Yeah, there's a lot if of... anybody from Texas wants to trade information on the herd for information on the Alamo, I'm willing to do it. You know what? Honestly, I am too. Because I know jack shit about the Alamo. That's the problem is there's so much to learn about the Midwest that we never learn about anywhere else. Which I guess it's it's kind of a locational danger of like, of course, you're not going to learn about this because nobody wants to come here unless you get sick. Because then you know enough propaganda of like, oh, go to Mayo Clinic. They're good. Yeah, exactly. And then you go here and you're like, what's there to do? And it's like getting mauled the by The problem a that herd. a lot of people don't know is it's really easy to get into Minnesota, but you, like you can't leave. Yeah, if you come here when there's corn or... Uh, the only time you can leave is when the corn is short enough. But so once it hits 40 feet. That's fall. why the population of Minnesota is as high as it is. Nobody wants, yeah. Because you can come in super easily, but you can't go. It's like Hotel California exactly. in state form. And yeah. that's that's true for every Midwest state, which is disgusting. But that opens the, I guess, range of people that can be my protege for killing somebody and then dressing up in a corn costume. That's true. You might as well just start a family while you're here because yeah. you're not going you're from, Yeah, if you're from Iowa, you can take up this. You can say it's your own idea to the cops if you want to. Just Illinois, even. I don't, you can I don't always blame it on the feral homeless people, too, if they catch you. Yeah, that is a good point. They do it. They hang around the cornfields all the time. They can ruin my fucking plan of hiding out in the cornfield if they smell me. Yeah. And I'm like T posing in front of the cops. That's the problem. As long as you have some change, you might be able to get away with it. That's what I'll have to do. I'll have to like just litter change far enough away from me. A big enough pile of change, like a couple rolls of pennies. Yeah. To where they'll be distracted. Luckily, it's not that expensive. No, a roll of pennies is not. Somehow. I don't know what a penny is for monetary value. What's a penny? Okay. Actually. All right. So a penny is one of those things. All right. You want to hear... What's a pence? You want to hear a cool uh, fact that you've probably never heard before? Sure. Did you know that an American penny costs more to make than oh, it's worth? fuck. I hate you. That is... <laughs> That is such a good example of a fact most people know, but some idiot will tell you as if it's new knowledge. <laughs> I fucking hate that. I bet you didn't know this. Oh, God. Oh, really? That's... From the 18 other people who have told me that in that's, my life? That's like guttural pain. <laughs> I, fuck. Fuck the penny. Oh, no, I don't want to round up. 
<laughs> fucking losers. Why can't McDonald's just round up? That's another thing. I get why Firehouse subs can't. Because they're fucking Firehouse subs. And there's like eight of them, maybe. Yeah. There's enough McDonald's to where they should be able to... When is there going to be a, a restaurant that you buy your thing? Okay. And they say, whatever your thing costs, we're going to round up for charity. Never. Your thing is $1.61, so we're going to spend 39 cents to this charity. You think if it were to exist, it would be in the town of the best hospital in the world. DM. Yeah. You would think. And it's not. It's the opposite happens. You'd... I also hate all the, the fucking, in that um, that book written by Robert Kroc, I think. No, not the path book. Not the book okay. about how, I to, how to tell which path is best by Robert Take the Cross. travel la, world less la, road. Take, don't go down the road that no one else walks down. Yeah, it took him a while to say that. I can't believe he actually that, wrote that in the book. That voxamophone. I hope that's a real thing and not just a Bioshock infinite thing. It, <laughs> might, it might be a fucking fake thing. Whatever, what have you. The Robert, uh, it's some bullshit Czech name. And I'm not saying that to be anti-Czech. Because I'm Czech. But luckily my last name doesn't have 30 C's in it. <laughs> Whatever that Robert Kroc book is. Uh, he's like, my sister has multiple sclerosis and blah, blah, blah. And like, my brother has diabetes. And it's like, yeah, because they eat at fucking McDonald's every day, you piece of shit. But that's what the Ronald McDonald house was started. That's where the money goes to. Is to prevent this. Good fucking, you know, fuck all that's doing. And I'm like, they're eating your shit food that's causing their diseases, you fucking loser. And I can't say this to him because he's dead. What a jerk. I hope his sister's dead. His sister's definitely dead. Yeah, if she had MS back in like the 30s or whatever, the 60s. She had probably the bad kind of MS. Where it's like, hey, you have five years left before your legs walk backwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the bad kind. Before your the controls get jumbled and you can't figure out what nerves do what. Yeah, exactly. Before you feel like your face is on the right side of your left elbow. Whoa. I'm allowed to make this joke. Why did, why, yeah, actually, yeah, fuck you people with MS that are pussies out there. I have fucking MS, you losers. I have the easy kind, though. The kind you can, like, just reverse by, like, not sneezing for a week. <laughs> you fucking losers. <laughs> Anytime you're about to sneeze, because normal people will sneeze at least once a week. So if you can stop yourself from sneezing for a whole week, it's just gone. Johnny Knoxville wasn't allowed to sneeze for, I think it was a month. Because he popped his eye out of his socket. And if he would sneeze, he would it would happen again. So for like he has terrible allergies for like a month. It might be longer than a month. He wasn't allowed to sneeze. That would suck. What do you do? It's like when they after you get LASIK, they tell you don't rub your eyes for a month. Like fuck fuck, do I rub my eyes? I don't think I rub my eyes. And then you're constantly you about to touch them? Yeah, you'll catch yourself doing it. You're like, fuck, I do rub my eyes. Why what do I hell? touch my eyes every 27 minutes? Yeah, exactly. You're so self-aware of it. But that, oh, I'd be so scared. You run into a batch of black pepper. There goes your eye. <laughs> I suck. Yeah, I can make the MS joke. There, there was a thing post or pre-post. If, if only I could say it was post-Wuhan flu. Pre-Wuhan flu. <laughs> of somebody bitching on Facebook of like, My MS hurts some days worse than others to where I'll park in a handicapped spot and then just walk into the store. And then people are like, You're not handicapped. And, but, but I am. It's like, you fucking loser. You weak fucking pussy. Just, I park in the farthest away to prove that MS is a joke. It's, it's such a shit fake disease. You're like, no, I need to park where the old people that literally can't walk 
have to park. You fucking loser if you take a spot from somebody like that. Don't worry, World War II veteran. You can suck a dick. I have a, a, <laughs> my, you know, my, my legs varicose tingle. veins hurt. Oh God, people are such children. This guy, this guy fights on Iwo Jima, and she's like, oh, I'm kind of tingly today. You should be just kicked. <laughs> if you see somebody like that, it should be legal to kick them. This guy's got an actual bullet hole in his head. Yeah. He's lost his shins. He's cotton-heeled his shins. And you take his parking spot, you fucking fickle bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, man. This is a pro-World War II anti-people like that with MS podcast. Oh, I guess this, of course this is a pro-World War II. We're, we know the real history behind it. That's right. We tend to know the real history behind everything. I fucking, I just, this book doesn't make me happy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> best $2 no purchase shit, you've I, ever made. I'm, my eyes are almost watering. It just sucks. I don't know what fucking half these words are. Go to a different page. No. Okay. I don't know how to say this. Haughty dowager to public opinion poll investigator. I never vote. It's quite a relief not to feel responsible for what goes in, go, goes on in Washington. Butchered that, but you can fucking get it. I can read that again. If Please you want. do. Okay. Oh, fuck. Haughty dowager to public opinion poll investigator. Semicolon. And then in quotes. I never vote. It's quite a relief not to feel responsible for what goes on in Washington. That one's that one's okay. I don't know what those first two fucking words mean. But That's the name of the it's person. Okay. I think it's the type of person. Okay. Read it, it again. For me one more time. No, I can't. Okay. I'll read it again. Haughty Dowager to public opinion poll investigator. I like how there's investigators for public opinion polls. That definitely doesn't happen anymore. Well, haughty is definitely a word to describe someone. Okay. I don't know what a dowager is. I never vote. It's quite a relief not to feel responsible for what goes on in Washington. I just like his his job title is public opinion poll investigator. It's like, are you fucking lying? And now they do public opinion polls on the internet. Like, yeah, of course I'm lying, you pussy. But they used to have investigators. I'm not going to tell the truth. I'm going to say whatever I think people want to hear. Wife to husband. All I know about politics is that my vote usually cancels out yours. Because <laughs> they're opposite. Yeah, that one I that one I like. That one I, a part of me hates. Because it's true. But I, I like it. That one I can understand. Because it's funny because that doesn't change. That's still a thing. <laughs> Repeal the 19th. This is a... <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? This, is, this proves that women shouldn't vote. If this, if this book isn't, isn't the foundation for new modern American law, I don't know what will be. Maybe keep the 19th, but... Yeah. <sighs> oh. oh, fuck. Fuck, I hate this one. Housewife over telephone. Hello, Mr. Gallup? I've changed my mind. What? Like the Gallup polls? <laughs> oh, fuck. I hate this. So good. It's such a good book. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Oh. I, like how it, <laughs> I like how it starts that with housewife. Housewife. Yeah, such a, That's nothing your else. title. Nothing else. This is it's at the farthest extent of what she could be. She's at most a housewife. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's such a good book. <laughs>